Welcome to It's All About the Questions, where learning to ask the right questions can help you achieve lifelong success. Now, here to help you ask all the right questions is award-winning author, international speaker, and business strategist, Laura Stewart. Good morning, afternoon, or evening, depending on what time zone you're listening to this show from. I am so excited to have you all here today. I have... An extra, extra, extra special guest on the show today who is currently on a whirlwind tour for her new amazing book. And she is one of my personal mentors. And I am so excited she can be here today. And I want to thank all of you amazing listeners out there who keep promoting the show and telling all your friends about it. We continue to be on What's Hot on iTunes. So thank you, thank you, thank you. Don't forget, rate review, subscribe, tell all your friends, and let us know the impact we are making on you with our show and the people we are bringing to you. So since we have so much to cover with my guest, I want to launch right in. My guest today is Wendy Lipton-Dibner. She is the world's leading authority on business development through impact strategy, something that is so important and near and dear to my heart is how we impact. She is the president of Professional Impact, Inc. and founder of Move People to Action, Wendy is internationally recognized for her unparalleled ability to help clients maximize and capitalize on their unique impact they bring to people's lives through one-of-a-kind marketing, products, and services. Multiple-time best-selling author, I have read every book except her medical one that she has written. She is a highly sought-after keynote speaker. She served as a trusted, trusted advisor to doctors, executives, startup entrepreneurs, and top influencers around the globe, including myself, She's the author of the new business acceleration book, Focus on Impact, the 10-step map to reach millions, make millions, and, love this part, love your life along the way. So, Wendy, thank you so much for being here today, taking out time out from your crazy tour schedule. I am so excited to be with you, Laura. Just really glad to be here. I'm going to have to ask you, I'm so sorry if you could speak just a little bit louder. I'm okay. surrounded by airport and having a little trouble hearing you. Oh, that's right. You are, you're sitting in airport hotels, which is always so much fun. <laughs> <laughs> it is, actually. It's a lot of fun. You never know what planes you're going to see flying by. So thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to serve you and your audience. Well, you know, impact for me has always been, no matter what company I've started and run, it, it makes such a difference. And your approach to business has often flown really seriously in the face of common thinking about how to succeed. What was the trigger that set you on your current path? You know, I think um, I love that question, and, and, and I love all the questions you ask. You are, you are the queen of questions, my <laughs> Thank you. Um, so, so the thing with me is there were a lot of things, but I really think when I look back what started it was when I was in college, I had uh, my first semester, I had roommates that were bullying me. And every morning I would wake up to this bullying and I cried my way through my freshman year, but I never told my mom about it because I was afraid she would make me move into the dorms and I liked living in an apartment. So I just kept quiet. And then over the holiday break, I went home and I finally burst into tears and I told her what was going on. And I you know, was expecting the, the news that I had to move home or to the dorms. And all she did was she looked at me and she said, Wendy... If you don't like it, change it. And it was that one statement that set me on a path that forever has me looking for what needs to change in a situation, in an environment, in a culture, in a system to make it that people get what they want. 
and that started the process of always looking for that. And I guess the second piece of it, and you know this story so well, but um, was right out of graduate school when I was um, hired to direct a research project that landed me at the Senate, the United States Senate, and what happened there was such a massive impact, being able to use research to change lives, that I became just intrigued with the concept of what happens when you create an intervention and then measure the results and then look at it to make the results even bigger. And then I brought that into business, and I've been doing it ever since. You know, talking at the Senate (laughs) is not something that most people ever imagine that they have to do. And you had to do it with a research study and a whole bunch of other things that was sort of lawyers stepped in. While you were preparing that, and then that moment you stepped into the Senate chamber, you were asking yourself a whole bunch of questions about how to stay in integrity with yourself while meeting the needs of the study and the organization you were representing. What kind of thoughts were going through your mind that could perhaps help my audience understand how to sort of balance the needs of an organization with your own personal integrity and needs? Again, another great question. So um, just because you know the background and others don't to make sense on this, just a quick background on this, this was one of the biggest research studies that had ever been done to study a certain disease. And what happened was the hospital that we were representing got very um, political and decided that they needed to make sure that their image was sustained through the reporting to the Senate. And so while I was preparing the research and, most importantly, the presentation for the Senate, there was a great deal of scrutiny placed on me as the researcher and the presenter to make sure that the report kept the hospital in good light and they were helping me make changes to the report that, while they were accurate, um, gave a different perspective just by virtue of the words that were being chosen. We all know how very, very careful we have to be with that. And so when I walked in to do the report and present it to the Senate, I was very uncomfortable with it. Um, The results were fabulous. There was nothing to hide. There was zero reason to have to be so um, image conscious. And when it came time to actually do the report and present it to them, I panicked. I just, I've never experienced that before in my life. I was young. I was, you know, what, 21, 22. And the end result of that whole thing was that at the last minute, I held up the report to present but didn't actually read what was there. I just presented the results. And, of course, it had a beautifully happy ending that has impacted millions of lives since then. And then I promptly went in and quit my job at the university and became the entrepreneur that I was born to be. I think the questions that we have to ask ourselves at that moment in time, anytime we're being faced with something that goes against our own ethics and beliefs about what is right and wrong, Uh, We have got to stop and say, you know, what is the impact I'm looking to make here? And is it aligned with my ethics? And if it is, I'm going forward. And if it's not, I have a serious concern about how I'm going to live with myself afterwards. And that's what's guided me all my life. And it certainly helps all my clients think that way as well. Yeah, and it's such an awkward spot to be in because for some people, 
they can't imagine quitting because they need the income from it or they don't even see another possibility of a job, but yet they can't live with themselves and they're having these panic attacks or not even realizing that what they're going through is a panic attack over this sort of um, what I believe is one thing, but I'm being asked to do another. I, I love that you were willing to share what was going on for you with that. I'm sorry, Laura. Again, I'm, I'm not hearing you. Can you say that again, please? I just said I, I love that you're sharing that with us. Can you hear me now? Okay. Yes, thank you. That's okay. so much better. All right. So, yes. Yeah, I think, you know, I, there are a lot of people during this tour, I've been meeting a lot of people who are in this job. They don't feel that it's the right fit for them at this point in their lives. It's certainly not where they want to be next, but they need to support themselves and their family, and they need to work. And the hardest decision, I think, for anyone who is in a job that is not happy in that job is, you know, how much of a risk are you willing to take and how many many people are going to be affected by the decisions you make. And I think that fear that sets in about where do I go next um, can sometimes block our ability to think clearly um, to the most important thing I think any of us can do at the times that we're scared or we're not feeling completely sure about what is the next step that we need to be taking in our lives is to sit down and, and make a list of what are the things that are the most important to us um, ethically as well as to create the security that we need and find a way to balance in our lives the, the time that we can spend planning for our next steps while we're living our current life. And it's very doable. Goodness knows I've done it actually now I think about 14 times. We were, we were counting the other day how many times I've reinvented my life. When I had done all I could do in a certain situation, it was time to move on. It's always scary. And, Laura, you know better than anyone how I feel about this. I, I really believe that in life, if we're not experiencing a certain amount of fear, then we're not challenging ourselves enough and we're missing out on some of the things life has to offer. So I live scared all the time, and I'm good with that. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and so many people aren't, but I think after you get past the first one, it might be a smidge easier because you, you've seen I, a success at that, that shift. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, you need to at least have a little bit of faith in yourself and you need to be surrounded by people who love you and believe in you and all of that great stuff and, you know, have great sound coming into your ears, you know, listening to your show all the time and making sure that you keep these positive buzz coming into your head. I mean, all of that helps. But at the end of the day, I think if we expect to live our lives feeling peaceful um, without any adrenaline pumping, then, then we also have to be comfortable with the fact that we're probably not going to see a lot of change and growth. We'll be comfortable, we'll be safe, we'll be secure, we'll be peaceful, but we won't see growth beyond that point if we don't put ourselves out and get a little scared every now and then. And you are, and, and your incredible husband, Hal, are so great at stepping out into that fear and this that discomfort. So um, and this book tour is definitely one for you that is different than you've ever done before. Ah, totally different. Oh, my goodness. I turned 58 this year and decided to spend five weeks on the road traveling across the United States, spotlighting entrepreneurs and executives and employees who are looking to create a new life and just find out who are the people out there who are looking to make a measurable impact in the world. It's it's been an amazing experience, and we've only just begun. 
We're going to go into a commercial break, and during the commercial, I'd like everybody who's listening to think about this. Grab a paper and pen and write down what are the things that are most important to you and that you need in order to balance our lives. And if you have time, because there's only a couple of minutes of commercials, also write down what you're not getting that is important to you in your current life. And we'll talk about it more when we come back with the incomparable Wendy Lipton-Dibner. So before the commercial break, I asked you to write down the things that are most important to you and what you might not be getting in your current life that you need to get. We are here with author Wendy Lipton-Dibner, author of Focus on Impact, the 10-step map to reach millions, make millions, and love your life along the way, and one of my personal mentors and friends. Wendy, you know, we've talked a lot about impact so far. Can you define impact as it is for you, what that means in your world? Yeah, absolutely. Thank you. You know, it's important to define it because the fact is everywhere we turn, people are talking about impact. Everybody's using the word impact. Everywhere I'm looking, Laura, from corporate websites that boast about impact-driven programs to moms talking with their friends about the impact their kids are going to make when they grow up, we're seeing it in an impact investing, environmental impact, right? So everybody's talking about impact. There's a reason for that. We are all very aware that everything we do has an impact on someone else and that every choice we make today is going to impact people for generations to come. We know that now more than we've ever known before in the history of our planet. So everybody's talking about impact. The challenge is that no one has defined it in a way that it can be done in a business setting. And so that's what we're doing here. So the the definition that I've used now in my business for over 30 years is very simply this. Impact is the measurable difference we make in people's lives as the direct result of contact with you, your company, your brand, your marketing, your products, and your services. When you can measure the difference you're making in my book, that's impact. You know, it's such a different definition than what you hear in the current business models. Why do you think that this message that you have about impact, why is the time now for it? It's a great question. Um, I think more than anything else, what we've seen of late is because of what I call the social shift. So in the last six to ten years, we've seen more and more of a shift in how our culture works and who we consider to be the voice of authority, who will listen to now. In the old days, we would put out marketing and we'd say, okay, here is the product, here's the benefits, here's the features of this product, and not only that, it's now on sale and you should buy it now. But if we say that today, consumers are more cynical, they're more skeptical, they've learned, right, that just because we say we can help them doesn't mean we will. So they've learned to do their research. They've learned to seek out the opinions of friends and strangers. They've learned to say no rather than risk disappointment or humiliation or even the danger of poor choices. So now more than ever, what consumers are looking for is what I'm calling impact. It's an experience with us, with our company, with everything we bring to them that says to them, okay, I can see this, I can feel this, I can hear this, I know this person is for real, I know what this person is bringing me is fabulous and awesome, 
and I can use this in my life, and it'll be safe for my kids. It has impacted me, and so now I'm going to go and buy this thing just because I've experienced impact from listening to your radio show, from seeing your tweets, from reading your content, from just being in your store and feeling better now than I felt before I walked in the door. That's impact. Now, you know, when you when I listen to you talking about this, and I've known you for years now, and I, I mean... Anything you do, I am right on board with it because you seriously impact my life. But for some people starting out, it, it's not an immediate thing, right? Creating the impact the way you're talking about it is not something that happens overnight. It takes time, you know, correct? I used, to think that was, I used to think that was true. I used to think, you know, this is really hard and it takes forever. I'm, in today's world, it's not hard at all anymore. I just, for a quick example, I sent out um, a tweet to my little following. Uh, I guess it was just a couple of weeks ago. Obviously, I'm all excited about the book, and I'm putting out a lot to help people know about the book. And in the middle of all of this, I started to get these tweets back from people that were saying, you have impacted me with your video. You have changed my life just with this one tweet. So all of these feedback messages that we can get now that we never used to be able to get before tell us immediately, are we doing what we need to be doing? And I, I, I liken it to a marketing like a dog. So basically, I walk in a room, and if my dog wags his tail, I know I'm doing something right, and I should keep doing it because he's happy to see me, and he's comfortable with me, and he feels safe. In our social world law, we just have to look for the wags. And when those tails start wagging, it tells us we are providing the impact people want, and we need to do more of that. So because the world has become a more immediate world in terms of the response around Twitter, Facebook, the social media proof, am I correct in understanding that you're saying it's easier to spot what's working and what's not and the impact that you're having faster? Definitely. Definitely. We can ask them what they want and they'll tell us. They will tell us in a heartbeat if what we sent out is not what they wanted to hear. Uh, It's extraordinary. So we have a time now that's unlike any in history to be able to maximize our reach, our revenue, and our results by completely putting every focus on impact so that people experience us before they ever take out a credit card. Now, if somebody focuses on impact, does that mean that the money's going to not come or will it come? I mean, so many people now are talking about, you know, you can't have money if you focus on impact or you have to give it all away. I don't, you know, I've, I had the privilege of pre-reading your book before it went out for publishing and to write a testimonial about it. And I just adore this book. I think it's the it's seminal work. That should be on every bookshelf in a, in the world. Um, how do you how do we talk about the conversation about money and impact? I, I love that. I lo- kind of love your question. Okay, so here's the deal. I am a researcher by training, right? I'm an entrepreneur by choice, and so I've done this research. I have researched thousands of corporate, nonprofit, small business healthcare, entrepreneurial businesses, and what I've discovered over and over again is most businesses follow traditional business models, which they focus on money. 
focus on the ROI, focus on your revenues, always be conscious of expenses, what's going in, what's going out. It's all about the money and and have a little customer service department so that we look like we're all about the people. But it's really about money because if you don't focus on money, you can't be in business. Now, what I've seen over and over again without exception is companies that focus on money end up spending more money making up for the problems they caused because they focused on money and forgot about the people, forgot about the quality. And when we shift that around, when we turn it around and we get them focusing on making a measurable difference in people's lives with their marketing, their products and services, internally as well as externally, what we see is an exponential increase not only in revenue, but in teamwork, in alignment, in customer appreciation. You cannot believe the difference that occurs as soon as everyone in the company is on the same page, all focused on making a measurable difference with what they do. It's extraordinary. When you focus on impact, that is when the money comes. And from what you're describing, it sounds like everybody on your business bus is on board, you all have the same message, and you all have the same goal. Exactly. Okay. And, now, and that, that has always been true, right? We always need everybody on the team to be aligned in the same direction. The only thing we're saying that's different now is what is the direction you should be aligned around. And in, in my experience and all of this research and all of my clients, what everyone has proven over and over again is if you just focus on how is what I'm going to do right now going to make a difference in people's lives and how can I do it better so I make an even bigger difference, that's when everything comes together. Everybody feels good about their job. Everybody is excited to go to work, whether it's an entrepreneurial organization or you're an employee in an enormous manufacturing firm. At the end of the day, if you walk into work every morning with the goal of making a measurable impact... You will not believe how well you sleep at night. And when we come back from the news break, we're going to talk about how you can start doing that with your business today. So, Wendy, before the news break, you were talking about how businesses can start embracing this whole new definition of impact and how wealth gets created because of it versus the traditional business models. Inside your book and and stuff that you teach on your stages across the country, you've developed what I believe is one of the the craziest but simplest, and why wasn't it thought of before the world was waiting for you to do this, map that enables you to really think through the entire process of, you know, like who you are, what do you want, what's your business supposed to do, who you're going to impact. Uh, I'd love it. Can you share a couple of steps? You know, it's like a 10-step map, right? Mm-hmm. And Absolutely. So just and share so a couple you, things. Oh, I'm sorry, say it again? Uh, uh, go ahead. Okay, so, yeah, so you're right. I mean, it is crazy simple, and and it doesn't have to be so complicated. Everybody says, oh, my gosh, how I wish you could make a million dollars. It doesn't have to be as hard as everybody's making it. It turns out that there are... 10 very specific things that you've got to do to build and sustain and grow multi-million dollar businesses. And I've proven this over and over again in a vast array of industries. There is seriously no reason 
um, for anyone to not be able to do this when you really sit down and work the process. The two things that have to be in place for this to work is, number one, you truly have to focus on impact. This map does not work for people who are all about getting rich. If your focus is on money, I'm telling you right now, this won't work for you. If your focus is on making a measurable difference in people's lives and getting rich as a result of the impact, then this is all for you. And what makes this so cool, Laura, is that it's all about customization and sequence. So the two tips that I would give you guys is, number one, never try to fit yourself into a model that causes you to have to be or do something that isn't you. The the focus on impact map is all about taking what's unique about you, discovering what's unique about you, and infusing that into the lifestyle that you want to live to build your business and the products and services that you create and the market that you choose to reach, all based on your unique, everything from brain wiring to desires. So the first four steps in the model are all about identifying that, and then the rest of the model is all about taking six steps in a precise sequence, and it's important not to go out of sequence, just like with any map, you'll get lost. So you just stay in sequence and create your products and your services and your marketing and create a full diversification working with other people so that eventually you have this incredible opportunity to change lives, to never be alone in your business, and to make the kind of difference that you were born to bring the world in a business that rewards you and lets you maximize and capitalize on your uniqueness. That's the full map. You know, when my book came out, you know, What Would a Wise Woman Do? I had no words written in the book. I had an idea in my mind, and everybody's like, well, you know, you have to do these 20 steps before you ever try to put yourself in front of an agent or a publisher, and, you know, you're just not there, so there's no way you're going to succeed. And I ended up at an event, and I had this opportunity to um, speak to Rick Frischman and David Handhock from Morgan James Publishing, who is your publisher as well, correct? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I was like, oh, I can't go talk to them because I haven't written a single word. All I have is my title, <laughs> and I don't even know if it's a good <laughs> title. And I, I ended up, there was this line of people wanting to talk to them, and I just like, all right, I'm just going to do it. I'm just going to ask their opinion and their advice on it. And next thing I know, they're offering me a book deal as long as I give them a book proposal because it needed to be a little more thought out than I have an idea. And since I'd run businesses before, I was like, okay, it's just a book proposal is a is a business plan, basically, for what you're planning on doing. Um, so I went outside the formulaic or traditional model. And then when my book launched, I discovered it was uh, a number one bestseller very quickly without my even doing a lot of the traditional things because I just started talking about it. I was just being myself. And what I hear you saying is this focus map that you're talking about, this 10-step map, is very much about keeping that uniqueness and not suppressing it. Keeping the what, hun? Your your uniqueness and not suppressing it to fit into what you think it should be. Yeah, exactly. It's, in fact, the fastest way that people burn out in any type of business is when we try and mold ourselves to be something 
that we think other people want us to be or that we see other successful people doing. And so we say, well, you know, it worked for him, so it's probably what I should do too. And it's just not right. The simple truth is that the reason your book became so successful is because you infused your unique um, self, your personality, your goals, your desires, your experience, your education, your skills, everything that was unique about you went into that book, and then you put it out into the world in the way that only you can do, because nobody can be Laura. It, it's, it's just that simple. Now, you followed certain sequences. You did certain things. What, what I need everybody to understand is listening right now is it's not just about being unique and putting out your uniqueness. There are proven strategies that you can use and just follow the map once you identify your uniqueness. So what I love about the Focus on Impact map is that it's, it's, you know, we kid around, we call it plug and play, but it really is. If you just know what to do, then then you know how to do it, right? So in Focus on Impact, I give them the exact do this, do this, do this, but never take away who you really are on the inside. That's the key. All right, so what's the first step? What's the first thing that people need to be thinking about? Okay, well, first, think of this. The most important thing is to think of it as a journey, as a map. You know, they say success is a journey. Well, it is. And if you have a proven map, you can get there. But the thing is, you've got to design the map so it's perfect for you. So the first step is to define what is going to be your unique action formula so that you can say, fine, what is the impact I'm going to bring into the world? How will I measure it? How will I know when I make an impact? And what do I want it to get from me? And what are the resources I'm going to need to make it happen? And most importantly, how will I let myself do all of this and give myself permission to succeed? That is the beginning point of any business. And in my opinion, it is the number one place that people fail because they don't take the time up front to get the clarity to sit down with a, you know, with a pad of paper and a weekend and just map it all out with what you really want, and then you can move in to define how do I make it happen piece. All right, so you know me. I'm all about the questions. What is a question that somebody can ask themselves to get them started on this first place in the map? Okay. It's really very simple. It's simply this. If you woke up tomorrow morning and magically, without having to do anything at all, you were making the impact that you want to make in the world, what would it look like? What would you be doing? Where would you be? Who would you be with? What would you be bringing to people? What would your experiences be like every day? And how would you know at the end of the day that you made it? So the, the assignment, if you will, is every single day when you brush your teeth, Look into the mirror and ask yourself one question. Am I making the impact that I want to be making? And if the answer is no, then you follow the map until you make it. And if the answer is yes, then you follow the map to make sure that you sustain it. I love that you not only ask them that, but then they have to write down, that we all have to write down, how do we know if we've achieved it? I think that often gets forgotten. It really does because we get so focused on work 
that we forget to notice when we actually make it happen. I, you know, the biggest, biggest challenge, even me in my everyday life, I have to stop and remind myself, okay, Wendy, go open the thank you notes. Go read the notes because that's what tells me I'm doing the right job, I'm on the right track, and doing what I need to be doing. You know, as we watch the book go up and up and up in the rankings online, what does that say? It says that I'm making an impact with my marketing. I am changing lives just through the videos and through the radio shows and the opportunities to talk with wonderful people like you, Laura, that allow me to serve you and your audiences along the way. The more I can make a difference now, of course people are going to buy the book. That's irrelevant. The important thing is what am I doing now? Okay, so what am I doing now means what to you? I know it's kind of a crazy I mean, question, but... No, it's great. It's, it, um, it means what am I doing right now today in this moment to make a measurable impact in people's lives? That is the number one question I ask myself every day, almost all day long, Everywhere I go, I walk through airports, I walk into grocery stores, I spend a ridiculous amount of time walking through Walmart. Cal and I have been laughing with this whole speaking tour that I'm doing across the U.S. We've, we've decided that it's really the Walmart tour because every city we have to stop at a Walmart. Um, and in every store we go to, it's who can I impact right now in this moment if only to bring a smile to their face or to help them or to pick up something that I see they just dropped. How can I make a measurable difference in this one person's life today? And when that becomes your mantra and the question you keep asking yourself, it naturally transforms into your business because it's who you are. It becomes a part of you all the time, and that's when the money comes. All right. Now, say people can't figure out how it is that they are making an impact. What are some steps or tips or questions that can help them actually figure out what it is that is unique about them or what they do. Absolutely, yeah. So actually in the second step of the Focus on Impact map is the city of Discover. And in the city of Discover, we really look at what is the unique thing you were born to bring this planet. And what I need you to understand is that each and every one of us is unique. We were all born to do something and the question is, what is it and how do you find it? And we talk about it at length, obviously, in the book. But here's the bottom line. All your life, you have done things in a certain pattern that you're just not aware that you've done them. And when you answer all the questions and focus on impact, you will find your exact unique gift, as I call it, so that you can then turn around and bring that to the world in your personal and professional life. Oh, I love that. That's so perfect. You know, I've, I've reinvented myself not as many times as, as you have, but that is something that I've discovered. You know, I thought that technology really was my thing. You know, I, I'm a geek. I, I love a geek. I actually prefer the term intellectual badass myself, but, you know, I'm a geek. I get technology. It's just there. And I was really struggling when I decided to sell my company and launch into, you know, author, speaker, radio host, because I said, how does that fit with who I am and, and who I thought I was? And 
one of the things you made me do at another event that I was at that you did was to really think about, well, is it really so different? What were you really doing around the technology? And it was really impacting people to help them grow their businesses through the use of technology. And, mm-hmm. and it, it was two sides of a coin. Now, we're going to go into a commercial break. And when we come back, we're going to talk some more about how you can focus on impact to reach your goals. We'll be right back with more from Wendy Lipton Dibner. So, Wendy, how best, yes. how best can people find out more about this? I want to make sure we can share because you've got some, like, amazing stuff about this book and resources. And I want people to be able to find you. Laura, I'm so sorry. You're totally breaking up. I can't hear you. Say it again. Oh, no. you got to love technology, right? That's the power of live radio, folks. Things happen. (laughs) And you just kind of have to go with the flow. And that's what we do. Uh, Okay, I got you back. Okay, cool. So share with us how people can find out about your book, Focus on Impact, the 10-step map to reach millions, make millions, and I love this, love your life along the way, and reach out to you if they have further questions. Absolutely. Thank you for asking. So it's really quite simple. Just go to FocusOnImpact.com. That's FocusOnImpact.com. There's a video there that you can watch that will tell you all about what's really happening in the new global economy, how things are changing, and why you really need to focus on impact now. You can order the book there. You can scroll down and see 50-plus top influencers who have raced me with their endorsements, including the incomparable Laura. And um, at the very bottom, there's a bio and there's information on how to reach me and there's social posts. Everything you could possibly need is right there at focusonimpact.com. And I really do hope that you'll order this book. But more than that, I hope that you'll read it and use it to make an impact. And if they order it through your website versus direct from Amazon or Barnes & Noble or, or whatever, there's some incredible resources. I love that you've developed actual worksheets to help people work through the book. Yeah, I'm really excited about this. You know, implementation for me is everything. I The last, because I'm focused on impact, because I want to make a measurable difference, I do not want my books to end up on people's shelves without having read them and used them. And every time I put a book out into the world, I try and come up with something new. And this time I actually went a little crazy with it. So there's six gifts that come with the book, um, including an online course where I'm teaching direct to camera for six hours, talking you through the entire course, entire book, step-by-step, chapter-by-chapter, making sure that it all makes sense to you. There are these downloadable planning sheets, which are killer, to really help you work through all ten steps of the map in a way that will completely design your business, and you're done. It's amazing. And then after that, there's a free ebook, and there's um, audios, and there's live event tickets, and oh my gosh. I mean, everything I could think of to add with this book, I've done it, because I'm really determined for this to be the piece that lets everyone make a greater impact, because at the end of the day, the world needs this now. Well, and you don't have to do it alone. Because of these resources that you've provided... You, you're not just reading a book alone in your office or in your living room or on the beach, because that's where I love to read my books. You, you've created a community where people can get the support they need while they're perhaps shifting their focus to impact or increasing their focus on impact. I love that. So thank you. 
for that? Yes, absolutely. It's, it's an online forum where readers can come and ask their questions of each other, and then I'm there to answer questions as well. This is, this is very intimate. This book is all about creating a global community of people who focus on impact together for the purpose of making the difference that this world needs. You mentioned that the first four cities or stops on the map are about identifying and then that there are other steps that have to be done in a very specific way to help you actually take that impact and do something with it. What were the the key events? What was a key event or question that made you realize that these steps had to happen in the order? Oh, yeah, absolutely. So it turns out that a lot of people I was helping were coming to me after they had already spent years trying to build a business. Um, I had one um, client who just broke my heart. She said, I've spent $300,000 going to seminars and webinars and, and spent years trying to make this happen. And at this point, I've spent way more money than I've made. And what do I do? And as I started to look at what was happening, I realized people were going out of sequence. Shiny objects come into our lives and say, oh, that's a great idea. I'm going to do that. I'm going to buy that course. I'm going to do that. And we start doing things before we're ready for them. So what the sequence is tells you, okay, don't do that yet. The shiny object, file it for later, do this now. And it really makes it goof-proof by putting you in a position of saying, am I ready for this new thing somebody's trying to tell me? No, I'm really not. Because I didn't finish the city of Discover or the city of Determine or the city of Define, I need to get to each of these cities before I go there. Laura, it's just like any map. If you go out of sequence, it takes you way too long. You end up with all these road hazards. You spend way more money on gas than you need to, and you just never quite get to your destination. Just follow the map in order. And, and I will reiterate that for everybody because to a lot of people out there, I'm this massive success. So I have a broadcast radio show. I have an award-winning number one international best-selling book. I've run a highly successful multi-state company. I could have achieved even more faster and with less pain if I had had Wendy's book beforehand. And I have a, a master's in business and management and organizational behavior but there were things I didn't know. And the whole point of the show is to introduce you, my listeners, to people who will help you have a better life, less painfully, with more impact for you. So please take that to heart. You know, I'm sharing that I could have done things better if I had had this book years ago. And it's one of the things I love about you is that you are constantly learning and growing so that you can bring your listeners more stuff. And it's so cool. And one of the things that I love about the map is everybody who listens to you every single week, they're getting all this great information. And all they need to do is take your information, plug it into the map and say, okay, fine. Where does what Laura just taught me fit in my map so that I can use it in the way that will fit for my uniqueness? It is such a perfect combination with everything you bring to the world. Well, thank you so much. So before we close out the show today, what is one last thought, other than everybody needs to go to focusonimpact.com, because I really want everybody to go there, focusonimpact.com. What is one last thought you want to leave people as they start thinking about everything that we've been talking about today? 
Yeah, thank you for that. So, so as you know, um, I lost my mom way too young. And when I saw her pass away at the very, very young age of 59, I discovered something that we hear all the time, only it became very true. The simple truth is that life is far too short to settle for less than you truly want in your business or your life. And so what I tell everyone and the thought I would like to leave with all of you is that if you will just wake up every single morning and focus on impact, look in that mirror, brush your teeth, am I making the impact I want to be making, and then go out and make an impact on every life you touch. I get chills every time you, you talk about the life is too short line. Really, truly get chills on that. And, you know, I care for my mom, and I feel like I've put my life aside. You asked me one question once that I want to share with everybody that leads with that life is too short, and that was, are you living the life you want or the life you've got? Yes. And if you're living yes, the life you've, the if, if you're living the life you've got versus the life you want, then I want you to go out re-listen to this uh, broadcast on, on iTunes or Stitcher and start thinking about what it is that will give you the life you want. Go to focusonimpact.com, get Wendy's book, read it, share it, talk about it, join the community, uh, reach out to me at, at the Laura Stewart or Laura at laurastewart.com and let's get a conversation going because this book, Wendy's message, all of this show to me is one of the most critically important things that we've seen in the last several decades. So thank you, Wendy, for sharing that with us. Thank you, Laura, for having me. I so appreciate it. All right, and everyone, if you're not asking the right questions and you need some help moving forward or even getting started, get this book or reach out to me at laura at laurastewart.com. And remember, everyone, the right questions truly can change your life. So what are you asking today and who are you asking it of? We'll see you all next week with another show. And um, tweet out. Let us know what this show and how it has impacted you the most. And what about today's broadcast really made an impact on you. See you next week, everyone. You've been listening to It's All About the Questions, starring Laura Stewart. Connect with Laura at itsallaboutthequestions.com and download a free workbook that will help you ask better questions starting today. 